Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Higher Power Wrestling Podcast. I am your host, Fabe the Dad. And I would like to start off the podcast by saying Happy New Year's, and I hope everybody had a fun and safe holiday season. I hope that 2023 brings prosperous or more prosperity to you than uh, 2022 did. And now that we have the that stuff out of the way, um, I'll be reviewing the wrestling week. I don't know if I already said this. If I did, I apologize. Um, we'll be reviewing the week of December uh, the 25th all the way to December the 31st uh, for WWE and AEW. Um, we shall start off the reviews with Monday Night Raw. Uh, last week's Monday Night Raw was just a filler show, just giving you a highlight of all the stuff that happened, um, all the like cool stuff that happened within the WWE sphere um, in 2022. So it was a completely missable show. You didn't really uh, miss much if you missed it. It was just just highlights and recaps, really. Uh, moving on to Tuesday for NXT, um, I think this was a pretty pretty decent show. Um, NXT still kind of like recovering from the 2.0 stuff, and um, there's just some color, some character development and stuff that needs to be worked on, in my opinion. But I think they're getting there. Um, the first match was Julius Creed taking on JD McDonough. Uh, Julius Creed wins. Um, and a tag team match is set up uh, at the end of the match when he wins um, for, or it'll be the, the Creed brothers taking on um, Veer and, and Sangha. I forget their tag team name. It's not coming to my to the top of my head. I, I didn't write it down, so I apologize there. But uh, New Year's Evil, we'll, we'll, we will finally see these two teams clash. They've been teasing it for about, a month now, I think, a little over a month. Um, so, uh, yeah, it should be a good match. Um, we'll see. Uh, the next match we had was Cora Jade taking on Wendy Chu. Wendy Chu wins this match in a very impressive uh, bout, in my opinion. I think Wendy Chu is definitely a very underrated wrestler in NXT and I'm hoping that after this um after this feud she is moved up to the main roster because I think she could be an asset to the main roster especially the the SmackDown women's division um we'll get we'll get to that in a bit but I think the SmackDown women's division is lacking um a lot of talent right now and um I think Wendy Chu would be a very good Acquisition for SmackDown. Um, the third match of the night, we had Ika Manjiro taking on Scripps. Um, Scripps wins. Uh, and it, honestly, um, I feel bad for Ika Manjiro. He just seems to be a jobber now. And um, I'm really hoping something changes for him. I know not everybody gets to be a star, but you know. Um, I think he deserves to show his talents a little more, and um, I don't. I don't think WWE is the place for him. To be honest with you, Scripps, on the other hand, um, I'll be honest with you. I hate the whole concept of it. Uh, I hate 
the character, um, uh, Reginald Reggie, I don't know what he was going by previously, but he is incredibly athletic, but I don't know, man, this, this character is just not it. I'll be honest with you. Um, yeah, uh, we'll be moving on next to Lash Legend versus Lyra Val Valkyria. Um, Lyra wins, um, in my opinion, both women were pretty good in this match. Uh, Lash Legend still, you know, she's still developing, but I think she has a lot of potential. Um, Lyra Val Valkyria, I don't know too much about her uh, NXT UK stuff, um, but from what I saw in this match, it was very impressive. Or she was very impressive, and um, I can't wait to see more. Next, we had uh, Schism taking on Odyssey Jones, uh, Malik Blade, and Idris Enelfe, Um With Schism winning um, this six-man tag, both teams did pretty impressive, in my opinion. Um, I'm really liking uh, what... Odyssey Jones, uh, Malik, and Idris are doing. Um, I think those three men are very talented. Schism, I'll, I'll be honest with you, I'm not the biggest Schism fan, but honestly, this was a pretty good uh, match. Uh, next, we had Fallon Henley versus uh, Kira James. Uh, the winner gets the Henley bar. Um, Fallon wins. You know, this is, this is this is more on the sports entertainment side, and... Um, I don't. I could. I don't really care for it, to be honest with you. But it was a decent match, um, and uh, I'm hoping that this is the conclusion to their feud. Um, if not, well, I guess we're in store for more. Next, we had a Drew Gulak segment, which, which honestly just reminded me of the the Timothy Thatcher segments uh, of NXT past. Um, he had a uh, a little, um, he, he was having lessons in the ring. He was showing lessons and then he showed, um, signs of frustration and all that stuff. And it was, it just reminded me of Timothy Thatcher. Um, and yeah, you know, Hey, I'm, I'm glad to see Gulak, um, getting some TV time. I think he's a very good wrestler and, um, I'm hoping with trips taking over, he gets a little bit of shine. If not, well, Hey man, what are you going to do, right? Um, and then for the main event, we had Wesley taking on uh, Tony D'Angelo for the North American title. Um, honestly, this was a solid match. I'm, I'm impressed by both competitors here. Uh, I think both have incredible potential. And then the finish, uh, we ended up seeing uh, Sticks or whatever the dude's name um, being, uh, quote-unquote, like kidnapped by Dijak. Um, I'll get to him when I get to him. Um, I'm not super impressed with the character. I like the wrestler. I like Dijak, um, but I don't know. This Terminator getup thing, it's not doing it for me, but, um, hey, it is what it is. Okay, so, um, yeah, that's it for, for NXT. This is a solid show. Um, it was nice to see Tony D'Angelo back. He is definitely one of my favorite uh, 2.0 uh, stars or 2.0 wrestlers to come from that. Um, okay, now with the rambling done, we're going to move on to Dynamite. Uh, we start off 
with Daniel Branson, or Brian Danielson. I don't know why. Um, anyways, taking on Ethan Page, uh, Danielson wins. This was a very good, um, solid match, in my opinion. Um, both men were able to show off what they're made of. Ethan Page, I think he definitely made the most. Even though he lost, he made the most of this. And um, I'm glad that he's getting the TV time that he's getting because he seems like a very, very good athlete. Um, next, we have the Blackpool Combat Clubs. Um, John Moxley and uh, Claudio Castanoli taking on top flight. Um, the Blackpool Combat Club wins. Um, this was a great match, another great match. So they had back-to-back -back bangers. Um, and I think Top Flight definitely put it on a great performance. And um, if if people don't already know them, they know them now. And I hope that uh, they're tag champs soon, sooner rather than later. Because they definitely, definitely deserve it. And um, I think they would have a pretty solid title ring, in my opinion, depending on how it's booked, of course. Um, and then next we had Hook versus a jobber by the name of Balaam Lennox. Um, Hook wins in a matter of minutes. Um, it's it was it's nice to see Hook back. Hook was one of my stars that I was uh, or one of the the wrestlers that I was really looking forward to um, seeing grow. Um, in 2022, and it seems like the the, the second half or, or the final quarter, he kind of just kind of disappeared. Um, so it's nice to see him um, back on on TV. And um, I'm not sure what the program with him and, and uh, Jungle Boy Jack Perry is. Um, I, he seems to be being stuck in random tag teams now. He had one with Danhausen, and now he has one with uh, Jungle Boy. Just seems like they don't really have much to do with these guys, and they're just putting them in a team. So um, I hope I hope it goes well, and I hope it goes places. But the hook just seems like a better singles competitor, in my opinion. Um, next we had the Elite versus Death Triangle best of seven match. Um, this was match number six. Yep, yeah, match number six was a false count anywhere. And the Elite won this one, tying up the uh, best of seven. So now it's a 3-3. And um, next match they have will be a ladder match. Um, honestly, if I'm gonna be, if I'm gonna be blunt with you guys, I I don't really care for this match. Um, not not this match, but the, this best of series or best of seven series. Um, when they announced it, it. Uh, I was like, really? These these guys are about to have um, a best of seven. So technically, they have eight matches. Uh, the first one, uh, the first one was um, when Death Triangle took on the Elite originally, and then they used the 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 ring hammer to win. And then a best of seven was announced. So, or I think maybe I don't know. Anyways. Best seven matches just seemed a little too much for me. Um, they've had good matches, but it just—I don't know. It, it, they could have done best of five or even best of three for me. I would have preferred best of three, but um, we're nearing the conclusion of these matches, so um, you know we're almost at the home stretch. 
Uh, obviously, we know the Elite is going to win. We could get a swerve and see Death Triangle retain, but um, odds odds are the Elite are retaining or they're taking back the titles. Um, next, we had a tag team or women's tag team match. Um, we had Anna Jay and uh, Ty Mello taking on Willow and Ruby Soho. Um, Ty Mello and Anna Jay win. Um, they defeat uh, Ruby Soho and Willow in a decent match. Um, it just it it seemed like a throwaway match. Um, I ended up finding out later that uh, that. Ty Mello was pulled from a, I believe it was a AAA um, appearance. Her and uh, Sammy were supposed to defend the uh, the mixed gender or whatever the the tag team titles or whatever. But she was pulled for this match, which I'll be honest with you, I don't know why this match was kind of like a it didn't really need to happen. It could have happened any other time. Um, but um, it's nice to see. It's nice to see these four women get some TV time. Um, so yeah, uh, and the main event we had. Setting up, uh, it's potentially setting up a future match because um, Joe ends up cutting Wardlow's uh, man bun off um and then darby allen comes out for the save uh, i'm not <laughs> i'm not sure what's going on here um darby allen seems to be getting in into some trouble here he's he's inserted himself into the tnt title uh scene again and i'm not sure if the joe warlow feud is over um but we'll see what happens next so that was Dynamite. Um, honestly, it started off strong for me, and then kind of just teeter off towards the end. Um, it, it's the final Dynamite of the year, so it's okay if they 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 bring it in um, because you know Raw. They they all they did was just do a recap and highlights videos or highlights episode. So um, right off the bat, Dynamite did better than than Raw in my opinion. <clears throat> Um, next, we're moving on to Fridays for SmackDown and Rampage. Um, first, we have SmackDown. Um, I wrote down, honestly, I can't wait for this Bray Wyatt stuff to be over. I'm over his promos. Honestly, I'm, I'm using this word honestly a lot, so I apologize. But um, Bray Wyatt has been kind of a miss for me since he's been back. He's been back since October. And... Uh, he recently had a, his first match back at a live event or something like that. Um, I saw somebody post a clip of it. Uh, he beat, I forget who he beat, but he beat somebody. But going back to his promos on that shit, I am genuinely over that stuff. Um, we've managed to, uh, to see Uncle Howdy and then Uncle Howdy attacks, uh, Wyatt. But I genuinely, genuinely do not care for this and I don't care for the LA Knight Bray Wyatt feud either um I'm hoping Knight wins but I'm assuming Wyatt is gonna win there's no there's no way he's losing his his first match back 
Um, so yeah, next we had Sheamus taking on Solo Sokoa um, in a pretty solid match. Solo wins, and as uh, the matches or once the match ends, the Bloodline start attacking the Brawling Brutes, and then Drew McIntyre comes out for the save, and a tag team title match is set for next week. It'll be Drew and Sheamus taking on the Usos for the, the titles. Um, I'm not sure which ones, if they're going for the Unified titles or for the SmackDown titles or what, um, but it'll be a title match next week. Uh, next, we have Raquel Rodriguez taking on Ronda Rousey. Um, holy shit, this fucking match right here. I thought Raquel... Um, honestly, if I'm going <laughs> to keep using this word honestly, so I apologize. But um, this match was really solid, in my opinion. You got to see Raquel um, be this powerhouse, but also... You know, she's she's still weak from the arm injury, but she was able to be a powerhouse and Rhonda seemed like a like a beatable champ almost there. So it kinda gave you a sense of oh shit, you know, Raquel might be able to pull this off. So props to them on that. But um Rhonda wins and um and then the cherry on top. This is it right here, ladies and gentlemen. This is it right here. The cherry on top is Charlotte Flair returns and decides to challenge Ronda Rousey. Now, me personally, I thought there's no way Ronda is going to accept this match. She just had a pretty decent match with Raquel Rodriguez, and she's a heel. And Baszler's by her side, so I'm assuming Baszler's going to try and deter her from doing anything stupid. But no, what does Ronda do? She accepts the match, and then within minutes, uh, Charlotte beats her. This was a crazy moment, in my opinion. The fact that she beat her with a dot on her debut, or on her return. Oh, man. I'm not sure what they're doing to the women's division on SmackDown, but it is not good, in my opinion. In my humble opinion, the women's division in SmackDown is in need of dire help. Um, I don't know what the solution is, if I'm going to be honest with you, because they booked themselves into a weird hole. But they definitely need to do something with this women's division. They need a hard reset, in my opinion. But, uh, yeah. Um, next, we had the uh, Imperium segment with Gunther. Uh, giving you, like, recaps of all the matches he's had and all the people he's beaten. And whatnot. Sorry about this, folks. Oof, I'm tired. But out comes Braun Strowman telling him that uh, you, you, you may have beaten all the men here, but you haven't beaten a monster, blah, 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 blah. All this nonsense. And I, I really hate that they're making Imperium kind of scared of, of Braun Strowman. Uh, 
Gunther is not a small guy by any means of the imagination. So the fact that he's kind of cowering down to this this big guy, in my opinion, hurts his character. But um, they they start like dogpiling <laughs> Strowman there. So I I like that. I like that they were like, "Fuck it, we're just gonna beat this dude's ass." Um, and then out comes Ricochet for a save. And then I'm not sure. If I saw this correctly, but it looked like Ricochet clipped Gunther. He, he came out swinging with the chair. And um, I think he clipped Gunther in the head towards the end of that little segment there. And um, I'm hoping I'm hoping that he didn't clip him and he, Gunther's okay. But it seemed like there was a bunch of referees kind of like gathering around. So hopefully he's okay there. Um, next, we had Kevin... Oh, we had the main event, Kevin Owens and John Cena taking on Roman Reigns and Sami Zayn. Um, if you don't know, KO and Cena win this one. Uh, this was a kind of a lackluster match, if I'm going to be honest with you. Um, Cena didn't do much. Um, and what he did do was distract a lot of people with the bald spot. Um, I thought that I thought that was fucking crazy. I'm not going to lie. The fact that he came out with the bald spot, that was crazy in my opinion because he has the money to get like hair plugs or whatnot or even just spray spray the back of the head. I think the bald spot was so distracting to me. It, it, it's crazy. Um, yeah, he has too much money to not do something about that. Um, yeah, now we're moving on to Rampage. Uh, we had Orange Cassidy taken up for the All-Atlantic title. And Cassidy wins in a interesting way. Um, Penelope Ford distracts uh, Trent, I believe, which um, causes Orange Cassidy to capitalize on this and score the pinfall. And it seemed like there was a little bit of tension there. Um, I'm hope leads to them kind of breaking up because I think. Sorry about that. For some reason, the thing started record stopped recording. Um, I also turned on the heater, so you hear some sort of like weird humming in the background. That is my heater. Um, but going back to what I was saying, uh, I'm hoping this leads to to them breaking up, to best friends breaking up, only because um, I think Cassidy has a. Um, he has a ceiling with them, and I think he has no ceiling when it comes to being a single star. But um, it was a decent match, in my opinion, and um, I'm really hoping that this leads to Cassidy being a singles star. And, um, yeah, um, right after this, um, we had Kip Saban taking on a jobber. I don't even remember the dude's name, so I apologize to you, Guy. Um, Saban wins by pretty much taunting and using uh, Orange Cassidy's moveset. So um, the feud between them is continuing. Um, we'll see Saban and Cassidy fight for the All-Atlantic title with no time soon. Next, we have John Moxley cutting a promo. Uh, and all he did pretty much was just call out Hangman Adam Page. It seems like Mox is kind of doing these heelish things. So he's seems like he's turning a little more heelish um, or he's just doing a more like serious gritty um, character 
next we had Akira Hogan taking on Jade Cargill for the uh, TBS title. Um, Cargill retains in a, in a decent match, um, but the interesting thing about the match was that Red Velvet turns on her by not helping her um, jump Hogan, if you would. Um, and there is a tag match between Red Velvet and Jade Cargo and uh, Sky Blue and um, Kira Hogan set up for sometime this week, I think, um, if I saw that correctly. So it'll be interesting to see the little back and forth um, that they will have. Um, and then for the main event, um, we had one of the best... Um, I don't want to say best. My apologies there. One of the better um, main events on Rampage in a while. We had uh, Swerve Strickland taking on Wheeler Yuta. And um, honestly, these two athletes, these two young men, have, have, have a lot to offer and are still so young. Um, these two guys put on one hell of a match, in my opinion. Um, and Swerve wins with a distraction and a low blow. Um, but it seemed like Yuta could have won this one, so it's it's nice to see that this match could have gone any either way. And um, I hope this sets up uh, a little, nice little feud between them because uh, I think I think Swerve should should stop um, trying to attack or, or whatever the whatever he does with uh, Keith Lee. Um, I think that should be set, um, or I feel like it should be finished, um, and both men should move on to something else or something new, because um, I think them going back and forth is not really helping advance either one. So, um, again, I get cut off, but um, I'm only, I was only going to just say this is the end of the episode. Um, I hope you guys enjoyed Um and uh, yeah, like I said at the beginning, I hope that 2023 is prosperous for everybody here uh, listening because I'm hoping to really expand this podcast and pretty much the higher pro wrestling brand as a whole in 2023. So I appreciate anybody who stuck around to the end here and listen, and I hope to see you guys again next week. Kidoki. Bye. Have a good night.